I want you to help me look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor there's a king in you. Say the king does not apologize. The king decrees. The king, king gives authority. And the king walks in abundance. Say this season, the king in you is rising up. Uh, tell your neighbor again, say there's a king in you. In the precious name of Jesus. Welcome somebody to church today. Just shake hands with your neighbors. Welcome them to church. Tell somebody it's good to sit beside you. And let them know they're looking good. You know, and do, it, do it well. Do it well. Don't do it like we just do it in church. Look at somebody. Just tell them, you look good. It's good to sit beside you. Welcome to church. Yeah, praise God. And for everyone joining us online, if you have anyone around you, you should also just appreciate them. But if you're all by yourself, just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a good person. Yeah, I'm a good person. Praise God. <laughs> and for okay, everyone joining us from any other expression of the Elevation Church, I want to welcome no, just, you uh, to this service. To I believe that God has great things in store for us in this service. We've had uh, really lovely services today. And the Bible says, better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Uh, so we believe uh, that in this service, God is going to meet you at the very point of need. God is going to speak to your heart. A question will be answered in the name of Jesus. Somebody's mind will be illuminated in the name of Jesus. Whatever has led to frustration in your career or business, in this service, you will get an answer that will lead to progress. Uh, can I hear a better amen? amen? All right, again, I want to welcome you to, to this service. And uh, I want you to put distractions away from you and get ready to be blessed. It's a special service that we've, we, 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 well, the special services we've had today. And this one also is a special service in the sense that um, it's, it's a bit un, uh, unusual. Uh, the, the topic of discussion, uh, the person who is ministering to us, is not your regular pastor. In fact, it's not a pastor at all. It's a business consultant that's ministering to us today. We've been on a teaching series that we've tagged uh, the creator's DNA. And today we've been speaking to bringing out the creativity in us, the analytical mind, the understanding of what is ahead of us as a, as a people. And we've been so blessed, so, so blessed uh, by our guest today. I'm going to bring him up in a minute. Uh, but before I bring him up, I just want to say this that we live in a time where frustrations abound and discouragements abound. Like I've been telling people recently, any bad thing you want to do, you have enough excuse for it this season. <laughs> yeah. You have been, I've asked somebody who wants to leave Nigeria and say, why? The person could not articulate why. Okay. I've asked somebody who says, I want to take a break from my marriage. I said, why? They couldn't articulate properly. All kinds of decisions that people are making this season without proper articulation uh, that is from the heart, that you know that this is not born out of frustration. You know, I say it all the time, that as a believer, you can live by reaction or you can live by revelation. Uh, you live by reaction when externalities dictate your next move. But you live by revelation when intuition and what is going on inside and your connection with God is what is dictating your next move. Uh, but this season is not a season where you can just be living by reaction. 
you have to live by revelation. And revelation, simply put, is understanding, light, you know, uh, just knowing something that you need to know. Something is unveiled to you so you know what your next line of action will be. I pray for somebody today, you will no longer be stranded. My God will reveal your next steps to you in the precious name of Jesus. So, I guess uh, our speaker today has been a friend of this house uh, from inspection, inception. God has used him, you know, in one way or the other to help us, to prod us on. Um, it's somebody that I love sharing fellowship with. By that, I mean sitting together and just, uh, just rubbing minds with. Uh, it's my big brother and uh, it's, a, uh, it's, it's a friend of this house who, except you are new, you would have listened to him one time or the other in this church before. And we're going to take a video profile of him and um, after which he's going to come and speak to us. Uh, he, he doesn't speak like a pastor, like I said, and you have to open your mind to catch up with everything that is going to say. So it's either um, you get angry <laughs> or you get challenged, but whatever happens to you, make sure you are transformed. <laughs> is that okay? Yeah. I said, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to take the video profile of the principal of other consulting, Mr. Lake Order, and we trust that God will use him to challenge and transform our minds today in Jesus' name. Please let's take the profile. Lake Alder is the founder and principal of Alder Consulting, Nigeria's leading creative intelligence firm with offices in Lagos and London. He is credited with introducing branding as a discipline to Nigeria and has consulted on policy, politics and business at the highest levels locally and internationally. He wrote the blueprint for Nigeria's image management program, the Heart of Africa project, and was the chief consultant to the federal government on the project. He is the author of several books and was the host of a weekly radio business program, Minding Your Business with Lake Alder, on 92.3 Inspiration FM, Lagos. Lake Alder is a lawyer, polymath, and philanthropist. His photographs and furniture designs have raised millions of naira from nine orphanages supported by the Lake Alder Foundation. The foundation has impacted over 120,000 lives so far. A patriot and Nigerian. Is married with two children. Ladies and gentlemen, please make welcome Lincoln Holder. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please be seated. Thank you for welcoming me. Uh, I feel at home, you know. And I mean, Pastor Goldman is my younger brother. <laughs> and um, yes, I want to thank the church and the management of the church, you know, for it's, it's a great work. You know, every time I come, there's one improvement. The last time I came, the, the story building at the back had not been built. And I came here, and it was like, you know, did this spring up overnight? <laughs> I'm also happy that the management of the church is dedicated to excellence. You know, and, and that's not something you joke with, okay? Now, to tell you the truth, so that, you know, you bear me witness, I prepared sermons, you know, one for first service, one for second service, but 
There's something about this church. Every time I come, you know, God will tell me, forget everything you've written, you know, and I just say what I want you to say. In fact, the last time I came, I had no prepared anything and told me that when you get here, I'll tell you what to say. You know, and I remember my wife was afraid, you know. <laughs> you know, you can imagine standing in front of a church and there's nothing to preach. <laughs> you know, but there's always something, okay? Um, I don't want us to do theoretical analysis. With the way God is staring me, can, can you see me at the back? You know, I'm vertically challenged, so. <laughs> it's not my fault, it's, it's my mother's fault. <laughs> okay. Um, every time I come, just goes, you know, just, so we finished first service. In fact, in the middle of first service, he directed me another way, you know. So we're doing second service, and I'm sitting in the lounge, and I'm supposed to forget all these things that are painstakingly written. You know, and it was God who downloaded this stuff for me, you know. So the point I'm trying to let you see is that life is a dynamic, okay? The problem with some of you in business is that you expect business to stay in one mode or the other and that the economy will stay in one mode or the other. It doesn't work that way. It's your ability to respond to the dynamics of society that makes you successful. So we're going to start practicing it from here, okay? I hope you've eaten breakfast. You don't sound like people who have eaten breakfast, you know. I want us to see how businesses easily fail. And why, when those businesses fail or they struggle, we think that God did not hear our prayer. The problem sometimes with Christians is that they, have the, they believe belief is knowledge. And belief is not knowledge. I can believe that this gentleman is the head of state. It's my belief. But is that knowledge? It's not. So Christians often mistake faith for knowledge. And even though if you understand the scriptures properly, faith itself is an instrumentality of knowledge because the Bible says by faith we know. So if you got faith right, you will also know. So I'm going to do something this morning. I want to show you the typical notes and the mistakes that we make. And it's not as if God is not answering prayers. He does. I mean, I can tell you he does answer prayers. You know, it's just that God does not invest in business ideas. God only invests in finance. The parable of, this, of the talents. Can you remember? Now, remember, God never consulted any of those people as to what business they were going to. The, the venture capital case study, he gave one $5,000, he gave one $2,000, he gave one $1,000. Now, after giving them the money, he never consulted with them. He never asked them, what are you going to do with this business? He, does, he never asked them, what business are you going to do? All he wants is his money. Isn't that so? Talk to me. Okay? So that already tells you that God does not invest in business. He invests in finance. That's all he's interested in. So he takes financial risk. He doesn't take business risk. The business risk is for you. And God invests in the individual. He doesn't even invest in the business. Because he gave those people different amounts of money based on capacity. And the mistake that the people make is that when I become big, then I'll develop capacity. You know, you've got to develop capacity now. Because it's an instrumentality of testing whether you're capable or whether you are... Um, whether you, are, um, whether you could be given higher venture capital. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? If what you are doing now, you are not faithful, you are not honest, you are not dedicated, chances are that you are not going to get any venture capital. Because God is assessing you, you know. So some people, you know, I was sharing the first time that I started business with 17 naira 50 cover. And that looked like a stupid amount of money and something I should throw back at God, you know, and everything. But all it was testing was my faithfulness, with that 17 naira 50 cover. And God knows I turned that money around. I made 186 naira that night that I took those drawings to church. I did some drawings. 
took them to church and people mobbed the drawings and I made 186 naira. So from 1750 to 186 naira until we got to the point that we were renting our office for about 15 million a year. I'm talking about something like 17 years ago. You know, and we just kept on spreading and kept on spreading all from 17 naira 50 kobo. So there are those of you that feel that, oh, I'm working for somebody else. You know, I'm going to start my own business, so I don't need to put my best into this, so I'm going to leave anyhow. No, that's stupidity. Because it's not just the boss that your boss has a problem. It's the fact that the ultimate boss is also watching you to see what amount of venture capital he will give to you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Am I making sense? Okay. So is there somebody here who has a boyfriend and the guy has not proposed and you want him to propose? Come on, you guys. This is Elevation Church. No, 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 no. It's not a trick test. You know, number two, I'm not asking Pastor Godman to do deliverance for you. So can somebody come out who has been in that situation? Please, I want a female. Doesn't she, doesn't she look like a vision? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm so glad. Can we give you the mic, please? Can give you the mic? We're going to preach today. Me and you. And it's not my fault. See, God is my witness. I prepare, can you see? I, pre, I prepared two sermons. Can you see? Even with English, you know? <laughs> you know? But God has appointed that. Okay. Okay. You can put your bag here. It's okay. okay. <laughs> it's just me and I today. Okay. Okay. Um, when do you want this guy to propose? Today. Today. You, you, know, you know that is wisdom. Okay? Because when Pharaoh was confronted with the same question, he said, tomorrow. God asked Pharaoh, when do you want me to remove these frogs? He said, tomorrow. Who wants to sleep with frogs? You know, but that guy, God has so messed him up, you know, that he couldn't even think straight. You understand? So there are some of you that will not take things that are immediate. You know, there's no immediacy in your heart. And you miss a lot of things. You sleep with frogs. You understand? Okay, so let, let's, let's talk. Can somebody please help me will this, okay? It's an unusual service. I'm not a preacher, so please forgive me, okay? You know, Pastor Debo looks like a magician's assistant. <laughs> you know, but, but I, love, I, love, I love this church. I love the management. I, 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 and I just, come on. You know, that's my sister there. One of the reasons I love Pastor Godman, Paul Godman is that there's no guile in him. You know, so you don't, there are no calculations, there are no, you know, sometimes people approach me and they are doing all these calculations, you know, and I hate all those things, you know. I'm the man in jeans, very simple, very, you know. But let's go on, let's, let's go on. So, I want to give you a strategy. 
Yeah. And what I want you to do, and I, and I may be talking prophetically here, you know. Um, I want you to invite him for dinner. Okay? Okay. okay. Now, um, you cook him this esoteric thing that is guaranteed to satisfy the most discriminating palate. <laughs> a goosey soup. A goosey soup. That's what you want Eba. to do. An eba. This guy likes eba. And eba. Yes. So I'll be careful though. You know, because you can stone somebody with ever. <laughs> okay, so what will you do? Just teach me. I'm not very good at cooking. Um, once I tried to cook, and I left the pot on the fire, and I remembered when I got to Ikorodu Road that I left the pot on the fire. <laughs> so I turned around and rushed back home, and the pot had started, you know, the, 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 the volume of substance in the pot had dissipated, but the pot itself had, had been on fire. You know, I, so I arrived right on time, and I swore that I would never cook again. <laughs> that was my excuse for not cooking. You know, I, I once cooked indomie noodles for my son, and my son loved food when he was very young. So I cooked indomie noodles for him in primary school, and the guy brought it back home. <laughs> it was that bad. And I said, if my son cannot eat Indomie I mean, what does it take to cook Indomie noodles? <laughs> oh, my God. So forgive me. I'm not. But the things I'm good at, I'm very And I'm good at what I'm doing right now. <laughs> okay, so you want to cook him a ban a goosey soup. What are the ingredients? Can you help me? Can y'all help me? Yeah. Well, uh, no, no, you have to write on the board. Oh. Uh, so. Can we change the rice and stew? Okay. <laughs> okay, so what, what are the ingredients for this food? Uh, for the stew, okay. Yeah. Uh, tomatoes. She has good handwriting too. It's not a doctor's handwriting. You can read it. You need tomatoes, pepper. Okay. Onions. Onions. I don't forget how to onions. Eh. Uh, okay, yeah, I know what that It's means. okay, it's not a test. Don't, don't worry, they're just jealous of you. <laughs> okay, okay, tomatoes, pepper, onions. Okay, let's even assume that this is, you know, and can you add granulated, uh, granulated viscous material, otherwise known as eba? Say again, sir. Eba is granulated viscous material. <laughs> so is Gary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you, you, so you bought these things, and you go to the market and get these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after you buy these things, what do you do? I uh, wash everything. Okay. Cut everything into whatever. Uh, season, wash the meat, season okay. the, the, the meat. meat, put it on the pot, add put water, the onions, or whatever. Okay. Okay. So she's bought the ingredients. She's now putting it on fire. Okay. So what happens after you put it on fire? You just wait for it. So. Okay, so you wait for it, okay? Mm-hmm. So you finish waiting. So what next? Uh, take it out and uh, prepare it, dish it out. You prepare a dish out, okay? So you prepare the dish out, right? So she's managed to cook the food, okay? And now she has the dish. So what happens after you... Pre- no, 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 just, just wait. Okay. You know, so what happens after you prepare the dish? It's on the fire. I mean, it's in the pot on the fire. So what do you do? After that, you prepare it. You put it on the plate to you, serve. You put it on the plate to serve. Yes. On the floor where, you know. And, and 
No, you put it on the counter, then you bring the serving tray, and okay. then you put everything on the serving tray. Okay. Then you call him to come and eat. Okay, not Or can you ask see a, what he's doing. Okay, so can I ask a question? Because of the special occasion, are you going to light a candle or something? Are you going to put on music or something? Oh, so this is a special occasion. Am yeah. I trying to get the ring that day? No, or? you're just trying to induce him to do what he should have done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, to make it more special, I guess I will make sure I'm wearing something lovely, okay. presentable, and um, so she dresses very well for for the dinner. Okay. Yes, because you know after you're cooking, you you smell like food, so oh. you want to refreshing yourself. Yeah. And um, have him sit at the table, okay. and then you carry the food to him. Okay. Um, you can put candles, I guess. Yeah, uh, okay. Bring his favorite drink that he likes. Okay, okay. And then wait for him to eat the food. Okay, so after you've done all that, assuming that he eats this food, and it's what do you expect him to say? I'm not talking about the big thing, but after eating such salivating, you know, um, process, you know. I, I wait for him to tell me it's sweet so that I know that I did well. Okay, does that mean anything to any woman here that the man says? Yes. <laughs> Please, now I'm on your side. <laughs> okay, so you want him to say something, isn't that so? Yes. Okay, assuming that he says something nice, assuming he says something nice, and you want to cook him another meal, will you take that into consideration that, okay, he said something nice, he ate something right, you know, and all those kinds of things? Would I want him to, can you say that again? Okay, so you want him to now propose based on that? I don't know. You know, of course we want him to. to I want him to propose, but I, I wouldn't know when he's gonna do it because he will be like, you know, trying to surprise me. But I'll make sure that I try to do things that will be pleasing. Don't worry, him. just point him out to me. If after he's eating not, all he, this, he, he was in the first service. He's in the first service. Why didn't you tell me in advance? <laughs> We've got to work on this guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, this is a funny thing. What's your name again? Beverly. Beverly. Okay. Well, Beverly. That sounds like Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you expensive? Am I expensive? Yes. I mean, I like nice things. <laughs> no, I, just, I, I just want the guy to know what he's getting into. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're going to marry a pretty man, you better know that you're going to buy a lot of clothes. Okay, and um, but, but this is this is the point, okay? Now what she said now, all the things that she said to you, funny thing is that she just described an entire business process. Hmm. So let me reduce what she has said into a chart for you. Okay? Um, can I have the marker? Okay. Just stand there, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, so she said she's going to go into the market, isn't that so? and then buy condiments and what do you call that in consultancy's language? Pardon? Pardon? No, 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 no. Visibility study, she's already got the guy. Okay, let's call, let me help you. Let's call that impute. Isn't that so? If you are going to cook, you have to have impute. Isn't that so? So let's call that impute. Okay? Then she said she cooked the meal. Isn't that so? Okay, let's call that throughput. Then when she finished cooking, what happened? There was a pot, isn't that so? Okay. Let's call that output. 
you know, this thing that I'm doing for you, you know, um, I have this mentorship program that I've done for very successful, very serious individuals. And there's this lady in Germany also. Um, we had quite a number of international ones this year. And she was in this factory, big oil company, and one of the departments, she heads one of the major departments. And she called me one day and said, Mr. Holder, I'm in the factory, you know, and things are not, I want to improve things, and things are not going right. And I gave her a version of this thing, you know, that we're dealing with, and we're able to locate the problem in the factory. It turned out the problem in the factory was not even inside the factory, it was outside the factory. And she asked me, how did you know? I said, well, I'm not an engineer, but I understand business. So I'm going to take you through that. So I'm just saying that, take this thing seriously. It looks like something that we're joking, you know, but you must buy wisdom and sell it not. Okay? So we have output. Okay? So you said you are going to, you know, give him a table and, and you're going to play music and all that stuff. Okay, so let's call that push put. And then, what's his name? Just give me a false name. I don't want them, they have, I don't want them to poke nose. Andrew. Andrew. Okay. So let's call Andrew fourth element. Are you following what I'm saying? Never ban band writing. Again, that's not my fault. That's my teacher's fault. Okay. So you have input. What is impute? Talk to me. The modern church is interactive. The ingredients, okay? Now, is that the only impute? What else is an impute? Going to the market. A what? A knowledge is impute. Isn't that so? Okay, so we can start listening and say uh, ingredients, knowledge. Pardon? Time, yeah. Money, experience, what else? Effort. So this is the mistake we make. We think it's only the things that money buys into business that is impute. We don't think of time, we don't think of effort, we don't think of capacitation. So if you don't have capacitation, you have some missing impute and it show up in the business. Am I making sense to you? I want to show you the, the, the failure points, okay? So you don't, you're doing a business or you don't know too much about the business. What is missing there? Knowledge is missing, isn't that so? So that business begins to fail at the inception, but it doesn't fail immediately because you are making money or you made some money or you are, you are starting with some money. It shows up down the line. Am I making sense to you? The mistake that will kill a business suddenly, 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 look, let me tell you about the bank. We consulted for that bank. It was one of our best jobs, okay? And for 18 months before they got their license, we already started consulting. We had mapped out the bank will go to the stock market at the, the year five. This is the trade, this is the, this is the volume, this is the cash, this is the price. It was a fantastic job. I mean, the job was so good that when we designed a logo for the bank and the bank wrote a letter to a minister, the minister, on the strength of the quality of that letterhead, sent in a check of 800 million naira for his ministry. No bribery, nothing. It was just so impressed at the level of excellence. So I'm saying, don't play with these things. Don't, don't play with things like letterhead. Don't play with things like impute. You know, don't, don't play with knowledge. Don't play with all those things. So while you are waiting, I know things are tough now, okay? Now, but that's not the problem. It's a normal business cycle. 
And the Bible says you should know how to be abased and how to abound. Isn't that so? So it's normal. Don't think you are going to die. You know, and heavens will fall. You know, it's not going to fall. You'll be here. God will prosper you. The cycle will turn around. Okay? So, but you've got to mind your impute. So right now, when you don't have much to do, the question is, what are you doing with your extra time? Are you reading? Are you studying? Are you in school? Are you practicing something? Do you understand what I'm saying? Your downtime should not be a wasted opportunity. So we have input, okay? So what is throughput? Because Pastor Godman told me you guys are brilliant, you know. So what is throughput? Talk now. The process of preparing the food, isn't that so? Okay, there's a lot of things in there. Right equipment, right machinery, right stuff. Isn't that so? Now, the problem most of all, oh, I'm on fire this morning. <laughs> you guys don't know what's going to hit you. <laughs> the problem is that some of us, oh my God, you know, God, you are smart. Oh my God. See, in the parable of the talents, In the parable of the virgins, capital was not the problem. All the bridesmaids, virgins are bridesmaids, okay, bridesmaids. All the bridesmaids had money. Some spent the money buying material for continuity. Isn't that true? They, they did a worst case analysis, a best case analysis. If you want to see, can somebody give her a chair? You know, you're my guest. You know. Can I have a chair for her, please? A man must not be keeping a lady waiting. Do you want a drink? <laughs> you know, religion says that you can't drink before God. It's not true. You know, okay? So, the bridesmaids prepared for best case analysis, worst case analysis. The failed virgins prepared only for best case analysis. Am I making sense to you? Now, so they had money. So assuming that I give you 10,000 Naira, you spend 5,000 Naira buying paraffin for the oil, and then you kept 5,000 Naira. The question is, why did they keep 5,000 Naira? Am I making sense to you? Are you there now? Can you see the virgins? So the question, why did they keep 5,000 Naira? Because they had the money. You know what he did for them? Having that money gave them a false sense of security. You know, it has happened to you. And they declared the money that they should have spent on impute, they declared it as profit. Because if the, if, the, if, the bride, if the bridegroom had come at the right time, the money would have been profit. Isn't that so? So what it means is that some of you, you declare false profit. It's not profit. And how you declare false profit is that here you are overqualified. The next officer to you is so underqualified that you have to spell out everything in total. If you don't, they're going to mess up the job. So the money, you, ideally, I would advise you to get an in-betweener because there's too much gap between you and your next staff. But you won't get that in-betweener because you don't want to spend money on salary. And so the money you should have spent on salary, you declare as profit. Is it profit? No, it's false profit. You're undercapitalizing your business. You're under potentializing your business. Am I making sense to you? 
How many people have made that mistake? That's why some of the businesses fail. Because you don't want to build, spend money on HR, high quality HR. So you think you are saving money and then one day you don't spend everything right. And then they did you good numbers. Let me give you an example. How are you doing? Fine. Okay, okay. Just be watching, okay? You learn a lot. <laughs> okay? When I was a young man, a, a church in Victoria Island called me and said, look, we're late. Can you produce notebooks for us as gifts and some other things? So I said, of course I can. So I worked so hard, so hard. And I got this thing done. And then we got to the spiraling stage. And I left two of my staff at the spiraling, uh, make, the spiral maker. Then I went for a concert in church. So at the end of the concert, I was coming out of the church and I saw my staff. Now this church was having an event that very day and the event was supposed to start at 6.30 and end at about nine o'clock. So I'm coming out of my church at about 8.30 or 8.45 and I saw my staff sitting in front of the church with the boxes of all the things we had produced. So I'm wondering what is wrong they said, well, the spiral guy that once I left, he did another person's job. You know, so they were angry and they have come to show me that even though he spiraled the things, but they have come to show me so that I can be angry with him. <laughs> so I, I, I carried that box. I mean, I am telling you the truth. I sped from Vic Ikeja to Victoria Island faster than Schumacher or any of this. I mean, I was speeding. As I got to the place, they were coming out of the auditorium. You know what caused that mess? Because the gap between me and those guys is too wide intellectually. So they could not take initiative. They didn't know what to do. And it cost me a lot of money and it cost me that business. Some of you have businesses that are costing you. It's not because God is not blessing. It's not because God has not answered. It's because your structure is deficient. Your structure can develop, deliver the right throughput so that the output will be okay. You've got to correct that anomaly. And the second way you know that you have this anomaly is if you keep on shouting at your staff. How many people do that? You can first up when in church. You can just keep on, didn't you look at what I told, you know, you are looking for throat cancer. Do you understand? All because you falsely declared money that does not belong to you as false prophet. I mean, do you understand what I'm trying to say? There are other people that are giving that kind of money. So the, 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 the customer gives you money, say 100 million, and you need 99.9 .9 million. No, that's too much. Let's make it something like 1 million, okay? But you need 900,000 to do this job. Now, how much of the money is yours? 100,000. But you know what we do? Um, so you take your girlfriend, not you, you know, I mean, you're not that kind of girl, okay? And so you take your girlfriend for dinner and say, I have 100,000, right? Then you spend 70,000 at the dinner because, oh, yes, it's possible, you know, uh, you just have to go to the right restaurant, you know, and everything. So you spend 70,000 naira. Then your sister calls you and says, I'm broke. And I say, okay, let me give you, go 30,000 naira. No, I need 50,000. Okay, well, I'll just eat, you know, just 20,000 naira, you know, into the contract sum, you know, and so you're now, less than 20,000. Then your mother calls and says, the roof is leaking. How much is it? 100,000. You know, and before you know it, you don't have enough money to execute the contract. Now, the problem is not even finance because you can go anywhere and get the money. The problem 
is the fact that you are spending money that is not your own. You don't have the discipline to bifurcate the money that is not yours from the money that is yours. Only the 100,000 is yours. Never spend money that is not yours. The problem is that, which is what I'm trying to tell you, it becomes an integrity issue, which is bigger than what you are thinking about. You think it's just a miscontract, oh, I delivered one day late. No, it's an integrity issue. You made a promise, you couldn't fill the promise, therefore the people begin to see you as unreliable. How will you like to give your wedding gown to a tailor? And on the day of the wedding, you call the tailor and he said, Nigerian tailors are full of, out there are no Nigerian tailors here. <laughs> if you have, please, I'm begging you, don't take in more clothes than you can manufacture or so. Because that's the problem. Greed comes in. You've not calculated your input, your efficiency rate. I can handle 10 garments in a month. You go and take 20 in December. Then everybody is chasing you. You know? Even the people in the village are chasing you as well. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is how businesses fail. So you begin to spend money that is not yours. And before you know it, your capacity to deliver on that business is totally degraded. Because as you, you know, once you remove... 10 naira from 100 million, of 1 million. Is this say 1 million? It's no longer 1 million. And then you keep on spending like that. Then the client begins to call you, and some people are so smart, they switch off their phone. So you switch off your phone, and the client can get to you. You are building your reputation. Because that client is going to make recommendations. It's going to make recommendations. So I'm telling you, be careful about your throughput. Okay? Now, so she's prepared. What is output? The bill. Okay, now let me help you with your marriage. It's not what is in the pot that matters. It's what is on the table. So assuming that Andrew had come, and Andrew says, oh, I want to eat, and say it's in the pot. Go and dish it yourself. Is this the same thing as serving the food? No, okay, because we are still going to this proposal. And tell Andrew, if you want him more, I'm consulting for you, and he has to propose. Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So we now know what output is. Now I want you to notice something. I want you to notice something. I drew, I put output below every other thing. Can you see it on the board? With my handwriting? Okay. I put output. All the other things are on this level, but output is below. Can somebody tell me why? Yeah, what did you say? You have to speak louder. Process. No, no, you're not getting it. Why is output... You know? The result. No, 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 you're not getting it. Why is output? Why did I lower output? Why did I depress it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why? Because if you do all the preparation and it doesn't get to the customer, is it a product? No, it's just output. Output is no product. Output is the final result, final end of a process. The mistake we make is that we don't know that output is cost. So you have a factory. You manufacture all these things, then your factory, they call it, uh, what do they call it? Things that you store in the factory? Inventory. But inventory is not capital. Inventory is cost. You're tying down money. So some of you need to focus on getting rid of inventory first before you buy more materials to produce more things. So you are producing, the output is not getting to the customer. 
So output is different from product. It's not a product until the customer appropriates it. At output level, the only customer, the only interface is you. You are the one self-judging. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that thing is on the pot. It means absolutely nothing. It's not in the market. It's not in the, on the fire. It's, not, it's just waste. So you, and, and, and you know, this sounds funny. Tesla had this problem. You know Tesla, Elon Musk? They had this problem. They had a lot of inventory, and money wasn't coming, and the bank company was looking at bankruptcy. And so they devoted their attention to getting rid of all the stuff in the you know, factory, and money came in. So output is nothing. Can you say that behind, before, with me? Output is nothing. Output is nothing. So if you mean producing output, know where you are going wrong. That is why it's depressed. Because nothing dynamic, nothing happens at output. It's a dead end. When you go to those ministries, and they make you push paper and push paper and push paper, they're taking you through throughput. But if it doesn't get to the man who will sign the contract, everything that you've done all to that point is cost. Airplane ticket, time, input, knowledge, contact, it's just cost. So some of you are running a cost system. It's just cost. In order to elevate output to the point of product, you must package the output. Isn't that so? Now, that's what we call branding. And there are other things that go with it. And when it comes to that, as for placing the product before the customer, you can say I'm on fire today. Please clap for me so that. <laughs> and, and when you clap, please make sure my wife is, can hear you. You know, she's not too far from here. <laughs> she has, you know, I try to get her to buy me ice cream. She says ice cream is not good for you at your age. But I, I reckon that if I perform very well here, she may change her mind. Okay, so but are, you, are you flowing with the things I'm saying? So output is nothing. You need to package the product. So eyes are packaging. She's putting candles. There's music. You know, you know the, 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 the danger of following a management consulting accounting model only is that it does not account for all the losses in an organization. Let me explain what I'm saying. At the end of the year, a corporation will do an annual report. Isn't that so? Usually it's about nine months late by the time it comes out, sometimes six months late. So, but the annual report only reports, can I have some water, please? The annual report only tells you, only, I'm too excited, so I need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so the annual report only tells you what has happened last year. It's dealing with history. It's not telling you what is going on in, the, in, the, in your organization right then. Am I making sense? Okay, so I come to a bank. The receptionist, I intend to deposit one billion naira. But the receptionist is so rude to me that I get annoyed. Then I walk away with my money. Does that money show on the annual report? No. So they are what you call invisible losses. What are invisible losses? Somebody wants to give you a contract, but because you failed to deliver on the last one, they remove your name. Because you couldn't deliver, because you spent the money, you can't get more contracts. And you're wondering, why is business not coming to me? Oh God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Freshwater, Jehovah Timetable. You, you, <laughs> you, know, you know God allows all those things, okay? Because he wasn't named, he wasn't even who named himself. Those guys were just giving him names, you know? So Jehovah Timetable, 
You have a new client, you know, and everything. You know, and you are doing all those things, and you will not allow Pastor Talk God Man to rest. And every vigil you are there, every, all it took for you was to convert your output into proper products and get all the inventory out of the factory. Your creativity is useless if the customer ain't buying. Some of you are preparing products that nobody even understands. Nobody can pronounce the name. Nobody knows anything. You are just producing output, output, and you are congratulating yourself. Can you, can you see what we came up with? Can you see what we designed? You can even put yourself in the newspaper on the cover of Forbes, the man who creates nothing. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So you've got to get from output to push foot. Push foot is the setting, the branding, all those things that are necessary for getting the product out. And who is the fourth element? The client. Okay, so who is the client in this case? Andrew. Okay, so you will never forget this lesson because of Andrew. Please, let me take her photograph. Okay? So Andrew comes, sits at the table. It's part of the setting for the push food. So until Andrew eats that food, it is not anything. Because if he doesn't eat the food, he came hungry, he shall live hungry. And he won't propose. Isn't that so? So you've got to get Andrew to use the product. As part, you've got to test if Andrew would like the product or not. I once bought a phone, Sony Ericsson. I mean, that phone was so difficult to use that I threw it away because I said, it's an engineer's phone. It's not meant for ordinary guys like me. Then I went to buy, buy Bang & Olufsen. Brilliant design. The aesthetics was fantastic. There was only one problem, to text within a problem. So high end of the market, middle end of the market, both committing the same mistake that a basic, an average entrepreneur in Nigeria will commit. So I'm telling you that this knowledge is not limited to this level, I'm not, do you understand what I'm To an SME level or mid-size company level, it's something that we see over and over again. Do you know how many times I've been in strategy sessions and you ask the bank, what do you do? And they can't define what they do. They tell me they're a bank, but a bank is a commoditization emblemage. The law of demand and supply. If a standard commodity is offered by numerous sellers to numerous buyers, what happens to value and price? It depresses. So you're not competing on price. And you know, you cut your price, you cut your profit, you cut, until the customer gets you battling each other, and then you eat into your cost of production. And you say, no, 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 it's the money that we need. No, you are going to get into trouble. That's why you do branding, because branding confers status and premium and tells a story about you that ordinarily you won't be able to tell. So brand, and it need not be something expensive. Start somewhere. Social media is virtually free. It's virtually free. Okay, so Andrew is sitting down. I don't want to forget Andrew. Andrew is not leaving the country. <laughs> yeah. There was an Andrew in those days that he checked that he jacked. <laughs> okay, so Andrew sits down and works this food. And you guys told me that you need from Andrew what? Feedback. He has to give you feedback. It has to give you feedback, because if it doesn't give you feedback, how many customers are giving you feedback on your product? So you terminate the business at the point of feeding. You don't know that the business has to go on, because the feedback is important. So Andrew gives a feedback. What is feedback? What is feedback? Impute. Because based on his feedback, 
you go back into input, improve the process, improve the product to feed the handles of this world. Now, let me tell you the mistake. I need to say this thing. You know, it's not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flowing, okay? Now, when I ask you, who is going to buy your product? Is anybody who has a consumer product here? Come on, don't be shy. Come on, this is elevation, please. Yes, come, come forward, please. Okay? So you have this, um, you have this consumer product, okay? And you ask for, when last did they do feedback with you? On Friday. On Friday. What were you asking for? How did you profile your customer? Okay, what um, do you do, first of all? I'm, I'm jumping here, okay. What do you do? Okay, Elma Organics, we make hair care products that deal hair care with products. Yes, hair okay. loss. Okay, so your clients use the product and then they give you feedback, okay? Yes. Uh, when last did you ask, you said you asked for feedback on Friday. Now, give me the profile of your customer. Okay, she's a mom of a two year old. Okay. And she needed to deal with her child's um, hair loss issue. Uh, give me profile in terms of economic power. Middle class. Middle class, okay. So, and you're getting those customers, aren't you? Yes. Okay, how many are you getting per month? Um, an average of 10 at Okay, the on what basis did you choose the profile, the customer, the person who, is it the money or something? How did you choose how the profile? Um, basically location. Location. And also, um, should I say status? Okay, okay, status, okay. Is she wrong? Okay, no, she's wrong. There's what you call ABC segmentation of the market. It's a commercial segmentation. It assumes that people who have the most money will buy the most expensive products. Am I right? Now, in your experience, who are the people that buy the most expensive products? It's a poor man. Who buys Air Jordan? Is it the rich white guy in America? It's a poor black. What I'm trying to let you say, why do they, sorry, why do they buy those expensive things? Status, isn't that so? In other words, an aspirational product. Am I right? Don't mind all my big English. I'm a consultant. I have to confuse you so that you know you can know I'm a consultant. Okay. <laughs> okay. So 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 there's an the product is aspirational. Now, so what mistake is she making? On all those people. She's assuming that only the rich people can afford a product. I'm not saying that's exactly, but it sounds like something like that. Now, when you are doing profiling, you have to do psychological profiling. How does the person who is going to buy your product, how does he think? That is what gets the brand message in. So when we want to do branding and all that, we sit down and say, okay, how does this person think? And we appeal to his psychology, his emotions, all those things. Because he thinks that when he wears these shoes, he's going to become a very important person. So we play to that and help him to continue to visualize himself as a poor man, as a, as a rich man, even though he's poor. So it's not enough to do ABC segmentation. Don't stop there. Do the, we call it psychographic traits, okay? Also your company is either male or female. In branding, you, you, you cannot be androgynous. You're either male or female. You can't even be trans. 
Okay? So we do male and female. And then we let that dictate the communication. So for example, if it's a female company, if it's something that's doing something soft, something that appeals to women, it means the colors that we're going to use for the logo have to be soft. Because if it's hard, then you are spending your own money against yourself. Am I making sense to you? Okay, to bring that home, you know, did you understand this? Okay. Now to bring that home, I want to do something in the second service I did in first service. Can somebody come out here and show me their business cards? I'm not testing you. I'm not abusing you. I want to consult for you. Please come forward if you have a business card that you want to show me. Thank you so much. Please come forward. Let's do that quickly. One or two people. She's already hiding her card before she... That's another thing. Sorry, I need to say something. She was hiding her card before she's even shown me. You know when a client tells you to send a costing and you start negotiating with yourself and you reduce the money so much, the client has not seen the cost. You understand? And we can do it at 200,000 Naira. But no, let's do it at 100,000 Naira because she will do Why let the market decide? Be bold. Okay? So let me see your business card. What's the name of this business? Just stand out. Okay? So where's the cameraman? Okay. Can you guys see it? I should come to the camera. Okay. I thought I needed to enter the camera. So can you guys? Nobody's showing anything. We're getting there. Okay. Should I pose holding it? Okay, you've seen it now, okay? Yes, I've seen what is at the back of the car, but my problem is the logo. He uses a T or A, this is supposed to be an A, it's, a, it's like a lighthouse. So when I read this, I didn't read stand out. I read just, just, just in doubt. So I'm wondering, is this thing from Kenya? Do you understand what I'm saying? So go to professionals who will design your logo. And when you design your logo, give it to other people. What does this sound like? Not only that, when you name your company, you must also ask yourself, what does it sound like on the phone? Because if it doesn't sound right on the phone and it gives a wrong impression on the phone, you are going to be sending your own money against yourself. This thing seems so simple. So when the clients tell us in all that, that we should come up with name products and everything, we test what it sounds like on the phone, what it tests like with the, with the, with the what you call the, the enterprise public. Enterprise public are people who don't buy your products, but when they are looking at the newspaper, they're interested in your products. Okay? We test all those things. This is not standard, and you're working against yourself. That is what is painful to me. You're spending your own money to demarket yourself. So go and correct this logo. Take this lighthouse. Put it at the end. Do you understand? Write the name of so that I can read the name. If the name is difficult, how would they mention your name in where the names are mentioned? Okay, next person, please. Now, it says what is at the back of it, and I agree, you know, I like it, which I led with, ah, sorry. The man has spoiled it. I saw graph at the end of the, then I saw which I led will overcome. Sorry, that's a Negro spiritual. 
Yes, it is. Why? Because it is the most important problem that we need to overcome in the country. We mm -hmm. do not have power, and for us, that Can is somebody give him a microphone, is. please? Because nobody. Sorry, it seems as if I'm criticizing. I'm not. No, no, no. Um, please. Uh, again, feedback okay. is one of the things that we take properly. Okay. So it says that the challenge will overcome. Yes. Okay, so, and it's saying that it's one of the things we need to overcome in the country, isn't that so? Now, you sound like Jagaban or Atiku or Obi. <laughs> that message should not be coming from you. Because I don't care whether you want to overcome anything in the country, and I just want my power. Give me a message that is for me. Do you understand and say, don't talk to the nation. It sounds subtle, it sounds unimportant, but it can kill business. So this is not a good conceptual definition. Uh, yes, I okay. hear you. However, that is actually one of the most important things on the card, and it was suggested to me actually by a young man who saw that in one of our presentations. So Fantastic. I beg to disagree, but I hear your message. It's okay. Absolutely. You know, it's okay. Let me see your card. What is this business about? It's about, um, I mean, to real estate and cleaning. Real estate and cleaning? Yes. And then I see craft, I see bed sheets, I see ladies and men nightwear, <laughs> ladies and men underwear, <laughs> events planning. Why are you guys laughing? There's no focus. There's no focus. So they don't know whether to call you for this. Just imagine a client calls you for bed sheets. Then they say, okay, we're looking for window cleaners, and you show up again. <laughs> so it's not as if God has not answered your prayer. You need to make, you cannot be enterprise greedy. You need to make up your mind what you want to do what you are going to pour your life into. Because an idea takes hold of your life and propagates itself through you. So I know money can come from here. That you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. It's whether it makes business sense. Okay? So go and correct this. You have enough feedback system in the church. What exactly do you want to do? Um, um, and this thing is a bit too, it's difficult to read. Okay. Do you understand? I'm not chastising you, you know, I'm just, I just want you to be successful. What is Lily at Lise? Um, it's a semi-permanent makeup. So, but everything that is important is in small letter. I can hardly read this thing. And that's the most important part. Because I've got to know what you do before I look at your contact details. So remove all this design that is taking away. There's too much happening. And reduce it to basic function. If I can't read your basic function, I can't give you business. You understand? OK, I also see others. Just focus on one thing, right? and be known for it as a specialist for it. You're building capacity over time, you're building equity, 
and one day we're going to see a huge signboard. Okay? Now, coming back here, these are your contact details, Mr. right? Okay. No problem. Correct the front, okay? Edit the information and test it. You have friends, you know? Give them and say, what do we do? You understand? Okay? I wish you the best. Thank you, sir. Okay, I have to round up now uh, because we are out of time. Okay, let me give you, let me give you, uh, you are leaving me. <laughs> Sit down now. I mean, what have I done? <laughs> don't, come, don't do me like this. I'm Andrew's friend though. Okay. Lastly, I want to just read some things out to you for your ideation. Ah, leave that, okay? Write down Y. Letter Y, caps. Y. Then under that, write down Y, zero, and then cancel the zero. So like not. Okay? Then under that, write down Y, O, Y, O. So Y, Y, not. Y, zero, Y, zero. So this is your creativity formula. So go to your business tomorrow and begin to ask yourself questions. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why is this taking three hours? When a client calls, why does it take the next day before you answer? So question your processes, question your ideas, question your customers, question your products. Are you blown with me? Because you see, a bank will call consultants to do all this. You've got to be able to do it for yourself until you are rich enough to get all those consultants. Okay? So you begin to question assumptions, especially assumptions. And if you're a Christian, you need to question a lot of assumptions. Okay? And the second thing is that, why not this? You're just generating ideas. No matter how stupid it sounds, don't worry. Just put it on paper, on a board like this. Have a session with your staff. Why not this? Why not this? Why not this? And to aid you to focus on what you are doing, take this chart and say, in our input, why do we do this? In our throughput, why do we do this? Why not? Do you understand what I'm saying? And then after you've done all the why not this, why not this, why not this, then you go to the next line. Why not, why not? So you generated what sounds like a brilliant idea. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you've got to question the validity of that brilliant idea because we are too close to it. So you need to question it and say, Will this work? That's exactly what I'm saying. Will the customers like it? And then you test it with the customers. If you can do that, this is what we call synthetic creativity. Okay? I don't want to go into the mystic dimension of it and everything because that takes us into all this spirituality and those religiosity and everything. And religion is a problem for Christians. So I want you to get out of that because when it comes to business, when it comes to business, you are not dealing with God the benevolent. There are three dimensions of God that are revealed in scriptures. God the creator, an artist, or genius, or scientist. That's one dimension. That's the guy we met in Genesis. Creating a mad genius. Creating chemistry, creating biology. The Holy Spirit doing calculations, brooding over things. You know, calculating the pi square and all those things. That's so we know that. The second manifestation of God in the Bible is God the government. In that capacity, his government is executive, is legislator, is judiciary, is commander-in-chief. Now, that's the kind of God I don't want to have a problem with. 
Ask Pharaoh. You know when somebody sets you up, because the whole essence of Pharaoh was God was looking for PR material. Now, so I mean, God raised that guy up for PR. You know, made him stop. You know, the guy is naturally stubborn, and God made him stubborner. Okay, so that's the second dimension of God. The third dimension, I don't know if I get yeah, the third dimension is God the benevolent. It's the one that we pray for when we sin. It's the one who gives us food. It's the one who protects us. But when it comes to business, it's another God you are dealing with entirely. It's God the businessman. And he doesn't care about all those nice etceteras and all those niceness. Give me my money. And that guy got it right. I know you sow where you don't want to, where you don't, you reap where you don't sow. What is he saying? That God is a capitalist. So God believes in capitalism. Whatever money is giving you, you've got to make a return. And the, what he advises is double the return. So don't be shy to make profit. Don't be shy to make money. You know, religion is a terrible thing. You know, it's different from righteousness. You think, okay, you know, no, you know, we don't want to make too much money. We want to help the poor. Make the money. Give me the money. I will help the poor. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Don't be shy about money. Okay? Well, I hope all the things I've been saying have been good to you. Please, let's say a very big thank you. She's done so well. Right, if you're clapping, let's do it very well for Mr. Alder. Yeah, I know the name of the guy is not really Andrew, but anybody who knows Andrew should warn him. If he doesn't propose on time, that young lady may be off the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are many other Andrews that are in this service. And the way they are looking, I can feel something. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Order, for that powerful presentation. Can we put our hands together one more time and appreciate him? Now, as we start to round off in this service, I need to say one or two things. One is that somebody may be in this service wondering, is this church... Why are we doing this or that? Are we not supposed to be quoting Bible and speaking tongues and call fire down? I hear you. The only problem is that you are super religious. Yeah. And when you read the Bible, you don't read it practically. When Jesus was telling the parable of, of talent, the parable of the virgin that we're talking about, he didn't quote any scripture he didn't do anything. He just wanted people to understand God and how God. And he said, the kingdom of God is likened to this. So, what Mr. Oda is saying is the kingdom of God is likened to a capitalist system. Deliver, deliver, deliver. 
Yeah. No story. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But the kingdom of God is also can be likened to a benevolent system where you need healing, God the benevolence gives you healing. You need money, God the benevolence dash you money. But when God the capitalist shows up and provides business money, you better deliver. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Yeah, you better deliver. You better deliver. Because it's looking out to see what you're going to do with the resources. And it's not just about money. It's about you yourself as a resource. Because your life is valuable. Jesus paid the price for your life and it should not be wasted. Yeah. And for people who got practical feedback, please don't be too emotional about it. I'm talking about people who had a business card. You know, don't be too emotional about it. Look at it practically. And if there's the adjustment that you need to make, please make those adjustments. Praise God. And if your business uh, card was not um, scrutinized in front, wisdom suggests that you should do it yourself <laughs> based on some of the things you have heard <laughs> and look through those business cards and ask yourself, can I test this on other people? Let them give me feedback. If you, if you give your business card to somebody who doesn't patronize your business and say, look, somebody who doesn't know your business and say, yeah. <laughs> Let me say this lastly. A practical example. I was with the executive director of uh, uh, foundation, PCs uh, foundation yesterday and they were looking for our um, shelter for street kids. They were looking for a carer and they advertised. Caregiver. They put under it cots. K-O-T-S. And all that. And I said, you put this on Instagram. Cots. Even the average member of the Elevation Church may not know what cots is, let alone somebody on Instagram. So if you say caregiver or carer, what you should put there is kids of the street. And then put the cots in bracket so that everybody knows that cots for us, yeah, is <laughs> as a member of the board of Business Foundation, if you wake me up and say cuts, I understand what it is. Because I was there when the acronym was formed. It's Kids of the Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, cuts. But you put it on Instagram as cuts. And people from all over the world are asking, what is cuts? Caregiver, cuts. That's how some of us behave. And we believe that everybody should understand it. So I, I, I wanted to just... Uh, Take some time and scrutinize some things around your business and around your career a bit more and ask all those questions. Why, why not, why not, why not? And some creativity juice will flow in the name of Jesus. The wiser we are, the better we live. I pray for somebody today, you will increase in wisdom. Your life will not stagnate. That business will not die in your hand. As we go into the end of this year, my God opens your mind to see new possibilities in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for someone today, uh, may your mind become sharper. Oh, I cannot hear your amen. amen. I said, may your mind become sharper amen. to recognize opportunities, amen. to maximize opportunities amen. in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. One more time, if you are blessed today, please help me appreciate Mr. Order.
Thank you very much, sir. In the very near future, we're going to kidnap him for a whole day and uh, get young entrepreneurs to gather around and, and, and do like a workshop. How many people would like to attend that kind of workshop? Yeah. I can see a lot of hands now. The only problem is that when we now say, let's go, you will now say, I'm attending a birthday. You know, you can apologize for missing a birthday and your friend will like you better because your business is growing. When you send a good gift, they don't mind whether you miss the birthday. <laughs> Glory be to God. I'm just saying that, that when that time comes, please don't give any excuse. and Please be a part of it. It's not going to be a service like this, so we're going to have more time. We're going to be able to, you know, query and, you know, ask more questions. Lastly, can I request that you just bow down your head for a minute? I just love for us to, before we close this service, to give an opportunity to somebody here who doesn't have a relationship with God. Or somebody who is saying that relationship has been hindered by one or two things. And I want to draw closer and come into a full relationship with my maker. We want to give you an opportunity. We don't like to close any service without giving that opportunity. And today will not be an exception. If you're under the influence of my voice, whether right in the room or online, and you, 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 you are saying, Pastor, I'm far away from God. Uh, something has you know, decimated my relationship with God. I'm cut off from God. Maybe you said a prayer before to invite Christ into your heart. But right now, you cannot say that Christ is resident in my heart and I have a covenant with God. There's an opportunity for you to rededicate your life to Jesus. There's an opportunity for you to give your life to Christ today. Uh, if you are right inside the, in, in this room or in any of our expressions, uh, uh, I, I want you to, if you don't mind, can you put your right hand above your head and I'm going to pray for you. I want to give my life to Jesus or I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to know God for myself. I want to get closer. I want to be in a vital relationship with God. Whether you are in front or you're at the back, it doesn't matter is that God is everywhere listening and knocking at the door of your heart and your appropriate response should be, Father, this is me. Take my life and let it be consecrated to you. I want to pray with you right now. If you are online, please go to the chat room or the comment and let us know I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm giving my life to Jesus. If your hand is up, can you please raise it where? Raise it where? I, I don't want you to bother about any other thing. This is about you and your maker. And I know there's somebody hearing my voice right now. God is knocking at the door of your heart and he wants you uh, to, 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 you know, to open up. He wants you to open up. So if you're lifting your hand, I want you to lift it well. And if your hand is up, I would like for you to just stand by your chair where you are. Stay where you are, but please stand and say a prayer with me. Stand and say a prayer with me. It's a commitment. As you stand, uh, you're standing for God and the God that you stand for uh, is backing you up is releasing grace upon you and you will never be the same again. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing on the gallery. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing. God is starting something new in your life. I'm still waiting for just one or two more people. God is knocking at the door of your heart. Please respond because God wants to start something new in your life. Thank you for standing right there. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing. If you are online, please go to the comment or the chat and let us know I'm giving my life to Jesus. Let us know I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. If you are standing, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I ask that you forgive me my sins. 
today, I acknowledge Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior. I open up my heart to you and I ask that you fill it with your spirit. I declare that I'm a child of God. From this moment, I will pay attention to my relationship with you. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to come into a covenant with you. I declare that my sins are forgiven and I have a new beginning with God. Holy Spirit, strengthen my heart from this moment and lead me into the fullness of God for my life. In Jesus' name.